Welcome back to First Focus, a podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Columbia, purpose to update the church with current news and events happening within the ministries of our church. I'm your host, Troy Cash, and today we'll be talking about Defending the Faith, a Sunday school class that's starting up this fall in 2021. I'm joined today by the class director, Dr. Daniel Janosik, and the two class instructors, Kevin Johnson and Brad Lindsay. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on, and welcome to the show. Thanks, Troy. Thank you, Troy. So let's go ahead and jump right in. This first question is going to be for Dr. Janosik. Can you tell us why you chose the title, Defending the Faith, and what do you hope to achieve this coming semester? Well, the Bible tells us in 1 Peter 3.15 that we should always be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. This is talking about apologetics, which I sum up in three words, understand, defend, and refute. We need to understand what we believe as well as what others believe. We need to be then able to defend what we believe and refute error. This class is all about being ready to make a defense of the gospel. This means that we need to understand the issues that confront us as Christians today so that we can defend what we believe and refute the many ideas that seek to destroy Christianity. We need to be ready to defend our faith. Mm. In past semesters, we have dealt with world religions and cults in general, and Islam in detail. We have also studied the major worldviews of philosophers, scientists, and political leaders that have shaped the present world. These belief systems have become mighty forces against Christianity in our pluralistic world today. We have learned about these beliefs and how we can defend Christianity in conversations with those who follow these anti-Christian beliefs so that we can reach out to them with the love of God and the truth of the gospel. At this time in America, we are facing a radical worldview that seeks to destroy a biblical foundation and replace it with a secular world religion based on very destructive ideas that will erode the moral fabric of our Western culture. This worldview is based on Marxism and seeks to exploit his ideas about power to create a society that turns its back on God and biblical morality. Of course, in order to bring this vision into actuality, Christianity must be defeated and the true God relegated to the dustbin of history. To do this, the leaders of this movement have come up with various disciplines that counter a biblical worldview on many levels. Under the heading of critical theory, we are now experiencing how people holding these beliefs use the rubric of oppression, activism, and liberation in order to radically change our culture and turn people away from God and Christianity. This is why we want to use this class to defend the faith. It is under assault in a way that we have not seen in a long time. Critical race theory has percolated in our public education system for over seven decades, and now it is breaking forth in powerful, destructive waves. It is holding our political system captive, demanding our social actions to bend to its worldview and infiltrating every niche in our culture. It is even subverting the church and holding pastors and lay leaders captive with a belief system that seeks to destroy Christianity. For Christianity is the greatest obstacle in the way of victory for this subversive worldview. Therefore, we believe that this Sunday school class and the material that we will cover will greatly help the members of First Presbyterian Church to understand the dangers of this pervasive worldview, 
defend what we believe as Christians and refute the lies that are being propagated in our society today. Mm, that's great information. Thank you, Dr. Janosik. Um, it seems like in Scripture we're fairly often commanded to defend the faith and guard the truth. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Paul's kind of adamant about that, right? Uh, Paul and Peter and the disciples. <laughs> I mean, Jesus himself was a great apologist. Yeah, absolutely. We can learn a lot from looking at these examples, mm-hmm. these leaders. Yeah, I'm just reminded as you're speaking about some of the false teaching that has infiltrated the worldviews in opposition to the Christian worldview just reminded of the false teaching in at least the pastoral epistles we can think of in Titus and Timothy and how he's called to guard the good news or guard the faith against this false teaching. And uh, it seems very timely that you are having this class to equip our men and women of the church to do the same. Satan has the same routine over and over (laughs) and over. We just change the names and change the people, but the... uh, the dangers are still there, and we need to be on guard. That's right. That's right. Well, that's excellent information. So I understand that uh, the class itself, it's divided into different blocks, uh, and each block has a different specific focus. So, uh, Kevin, would you mind to talk a little bit about your block and what topics that you've decided to address and maybe why and, and perhaps the goals that you have in, in addressing these topics? Sure. Thanks, Troy. Um, There was some debate among the instructors on exactly how we should begin this semester. So we initially started off with a block on the basics of the Christian faith. And uh, that's going to be Brad's block. I I won't steal his thunder. Uh, He's going to talk a little bit about that. But the consensus was that the cultural issues that we're seeing were in the forefront of everyone's Mm. mind. So we should probably start there. So block one is entitled Cultural Topics. And over a four-week period... We're going to actually take an in-depth look at some of the most timely examples. Mm. So um, Daniel mentioned critical race theory. We're going to throw intersectionality in the mix mm. and uh, Christian identity. And then we're going to talk about, we're going to wrap it up with social justice. So because this is an apologetics class, we need to begin with an understanding of the core principles of, of each of these uh, mm-hmm. worldviews. Mm-hmm. And we'll even talk about why I use the word worldview, because that's exactly what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, Once we've looked at the fundamental foundations of those worldviews, we'll look at the genetics. So by genetics, I mean the historical background, the authorship, and each idea that we see today was born in time. So it wasn't born in a vacuum. So it came out of an individual, Mm -hmm. and it's evolved over time. So we're going to look at the way those ideas have evolved. And we'll look at the current context. So that's very important, mm-hmm. right? So we can, we can see exactly where they are today. So we'll compare those principles for critical race theory, intersectionality, and social justice with God's Word. So that's the most important part of our class. Yeah. We'll look at the truth that's mixed in with some of these, as well as the tremendous amount of error that's mixed mm. in, because that's the way the enemy works. Mm-hmm. He mixes truth with error. That's right. And because we're all apologists, all Christians are apologists, our desire is to help believers to identify that error wherever they see it. So that's what we'll be focusing on. And then the last session will include videos. We're going to have a few exercises. Mm-hmm. We're going to do an extended Q&A uh, just to help folks answer any lingering questions that they might have. Because you're engaging daily with friends and family and mm-hmm. coworkers, mm-hmm. 
a lot of these folks may actually be advocates of these ideologies and not really even understand right. what they teach. Right. So the key is to give you the tools necessary to address that. Uh, and then when we wrap it up, that's when we'll move into Brad's block, where we're going to really focus on the fundamentals of the faith. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't think you can hear those four blocks and not be, not be interested and not see the relevance. Um, so it's extremely timely as well. So, Brad, of course, Kevin has introduced that you're going to be going over the fundamentals of our faith. So would you mind talking a little bit more in depth about what this is, what those fundamentals are, and why you chose them, and and what goals that you have for them for the semester? Absolutely. So, Troy, we see the church again. We were talking about an attack on the church, an attack on Christianity itself. And so we look at the areas where the church is under attack. So Kevin and, and Daniel have talked about this, where the church at the crossroads is under attack. And we want to look at what the Scripture says, because that mm-hmm. is our final authority, mm-hmm. the Scriptures. And so the attack comes, and we say, thus saith the Lord. And the attack comes again, and we say, thus saith the Lord. Not thus saith my feelings, mm. thus saith my philosophy. You know, thus saith the Lord who is created in my image, mm-hmm. that I've created in my own image. No, what does the word of God say, which is our final authority? And again, that's the, that's the core. That's the foundation for our faith. Yeah. And when churches, when Christians move away from that, when they become uncertain of where they should stand because they haven't been studying the word of God and these issues surrounding it, mm. that's when churches and that's when Christians become unmoored. I need this in my life. We all need this in our life. We need the water and the milk of the word, the mm. meat of the word to strengthen us. I was reminded of the old Catherine Hankey hymn, Tell Me the Old, Old Story. One of the verses in there says, Tell me the same old story when you have cause to fear that this world's empty glory is costing me too dear. And when the Lord's bright glory is dawning on my soul, tell me the old, old story. Christ Jesus makes the whole. So we're going to be taking Mm. these issues that are attacking the church. We're going to be taking the word of God and retelling the old, old story as it responds. Mm. We're going to be discussing the mission of the church specifically, what it's been called by God to do. It's quite frankly, very straightforward. Matthew 28, make disciples. Mm. And so the church goes out and makes disciples and God takes those disciples. And in Romans eight, he conforms them to the image of, of his dear son, Jesus Christ. And what image is his dear son, Jesus Christ? He is holy. He is called mm. holy. And we are called to be holy. Peter comes to mind here, 1 Peter 1.16. He's quoting from Leviticus 11. Be holy, for I am holy. What does this have to do with the culture war? Everything, everything. <laughs> uh, this is what's under assault. The holiness of God is under assault. Right. And this is what we need to understand We cannot allow the church to be canceled in this area. Understand the purpose of the church and understand the purposes of what Christians are called to do and to be. We'll also discuss doctrinal guardrails, the word of God being a lamp into our feet Mm. and a light into our path to keep us falling into the trap of that worldly thinking. No matter how reasonable it seems at time that worldly thinking is. Uh, We'll speak about biblical relationships, what the Bible says about reconciliation, Mm sexuality. Uh, These are two areas that the the world is changing the definition of, Mm -hmm. and the church and Christianity is becoming weak in these areas. And I think about Paul in Acts 20 as the elders from Ephesus came to him, 
And he uses the last time he's ever going to see these. He says, you will see my face no more. But he uses his last communication to them to say the words, take heed to yourself Mm -hmm. and to the flock over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. He warns them about wolves coming from among their own rank. We need this warning today. Uh, my goal for the semester, quite frankly, is to strengthen our understanding of and reliance on Scripture in these areas mm-hmm. and therefore strengthen our faith and our families and our church. And, and I'll close my part by using Paul's words that he wrote to the church in uh, Colossae, Colossians 2, verse number 6. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. I can't possibly say it any better than that, Troy. Yeah, it's the Word of God for us today. And, you know, as you were introducing uh, why we need to respond uh, to these, ultimately, lies from the enemy in our culture today with the Word of God, I was I was reminded of, I believe it's uh, Matthew chapter 4, where Christ responds to Satan, where he promises him, uh, the kingdoms Absolutely. of the earth, Absolutely. and he says, as it is written, mm-hmm. uh, time and time again, three times over. And uh, so there's nothing more important than us responding, and I think you've said it eloquently. I'm grateful uh, that, that you three men are taking on this charge in this class. It sounds like it's going to be a phenomenal course uh, this fall, so I'm excited for it. So perhaps just take a minute uh, to give us some final thoughts about the upcoming semester. Anything you might want to add that we've, we've not covered yet? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So it's more important now, um, as you've heard what Daniel said, you heard what Brad said. I think we all understand that it's more important now than at any time in church history to defend the faith. Mm-hmm. So we have to give an answer for the hope that lies within us, mm-hmm. uh, as Peter said. And there are so many worldly philosophies out there that mimic Christianity. They use the same terms. They even cite biblical passages, to your point about right. the adversary right. quoting the Bible. Mm-hmm. But these things that we're facing are fundamentally anti-Christian, and uh, we absolutely have to call that out. So you combine a decrease in biblical literacy that we've been seeing lately and a decline in church attendance, and you really do have the conditions for a perfect mm-hmm. storm in mm-hmm. the church. And so we have to address that. And our class is only one group, one voice within the church, within the the broader Christian community that's attempting to do that. And we're doing it using God's word, Mm -hmm. to Brad's point. That's the most critical comparison that we can draw with the ideologies of the world. Sure. So we're grateful to have this opportunity to help equip God's people. And uh, I think you'll be blessed if you attend uh, Defending the Faith this fall. So Absolutely. Look forward, look forward to seeing everybody there. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Daniel, Kevin, Brad, thank you all so thank much you, for joining me. Thank you. Um, and of course, to let folks know about this class, Defending the Faith. So uh, if you are interested, please don't hesitate. I will be during our Sunday school hour, Sunday mornings here at the church. So thank you for everyone who listened in today. Of course, you can find videos and other materials from their previous semesters at reformedapologetics.org. That's, of course, reformed 
apologetics.org. And as always, our hope is that you will continue together to be built up as the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood and to the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. Thanks for joining us here on First Focus. If you'd like to stay connected with our show and be made aware of new episodes as they're released, download our app, FPC Cola, on the App Store or Google Play. We hope that you'll join us again next time. I'm Troy Cash, and until then, God bless.